If you're tired of bad news, if you need some positivity, if you want to support small businesses, then welcome to Happy Grateful Blessed with Kaysville's own mayor, Tammy Tran. Here, you'll get to see the best of humanity from within Utah's hidden gem, Kaysville City. Every month, you'll discover small businesses, hear unique and incredible stories, and understand the difference you make in this wonderful city. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. Hi, Kaysville and everyone else that listens. Shane, I know you listen, so I always give Shane a shout out when I can. Um, I'm here today with Cole and Chris. Chris. And we're talking about Parks and Rec. And so I wanted to kind of just turn the time over to you guys to kind of de- explain your department. Cole's the Parks and Rec Director and the Facilities yes. Manager. Is that correct? Yeah, so our department's Parks, Recreation, and Public Properties. Okay. So tell us what you do, Cole. So our department, we oversee parks, recreation, uh, cemetery, community events, and then all, all facilities fall under us. Uh, so it's, uh, it's a wide variety. I think the cool thing about our department is it's completely unique. Every division is uh, a little bit different. Uh, but my philosophy is, has always been that um, without recreation, our parks don't exist. And without parks, our recreation uh, programs don't exist. And so they all kind of go hand in hand together. Um, so uh, I'll let Chris talk a little bit about uh, recreation since she's the expert in recreation. Um, I'll talk a little bit about parks and cemetery and okay. the, other, the other four subjects. Um, so in the parks in Kaysville, we have about 157 acres of developed park property. Um, when we say developed, we're meaning properties that are manicured with turf grass, sidewalks, parking lots. Um, anything that has a usable space on it is considered developed. We have about a 203 acres of undeveloped property. The bulk of that undeveloped is the uh, East Mountain Wilderness Park, which sits up on the bench. And it's 140 acres. That's a big area, size. isn't it? It, it is it is cool, and it's one of those parks that's kind of unknown because it's you have to go through Fruit Heights to get to uh, the parking lot that we have up there. But it's a it's a cool park that has campsites and uh, hiking trails that connect to the Bonneville Shoreline Trail. So in the parks, that's kind of our parks, and I've got six uh, full time park staff, and then we rely on heavily on seasonals, um, which is high school kids, uh, college kids, just trying to earn some money to pay for education, um, other, other things that they have going on in their lives. So without those seasonal kids, it, it really is a struggle to maintain 157. And we acres. hire them to do what? So we hire the seasonals to do anything from, uh, just general landscape maintenance in the parks, um, to athletic field prep for all of the recreation sports. That's painting lines, prepping ball fields, putting chalk down for baseball, softball. Um, just anything you would do when we meet with the kids, it's just anything you see done at your home and your yard. It's just amplified, um, to 157 acres of okay. that same stuff. So it's edging sidewalks, weeding flower beds, picking up trash, uh, cleaning restrooms. Uh, and that, how, how many generally, we usually, you we get? usually try to hire about 20 to 25 okay. is our target. Um, like every other industry in the park side, they've seen a dramatic decline. Um, in a typical year, we'll work about 18,000 hours in seasonal uh, hours. That's our target. Uh, last year, we only were able to work 8,000. And the 8,000 hours is just how we track those individuals' 
how much they work and how much. Okay. So we're short 10,000 hours worth of work that should have been done last year. Should have been done. done And then it just keeps compounding. And so when we have lack of seasonal staff, it means possibly the trash isn't getting picked up as frequently. The flower beds aren't getting weeded as Mm -hmm. frequently. The parks aren't, maybe don't look as nice as we would prefer them uh, to look. So without that manpower, that really does affect what, with six parks, full-time staff, they can only do Right, they can only they can only do so much, and so they have to just prioritize what's the most important thing. And I get asked all the time um, the ages. How old do the kids have to be to work for Keysville City? So in the park cemetery, preferred is eighteen, uh, eighteen and older. That way they can drive vehicles, um, operate some equipment. We will go down to sixteen, seventeen, but we're more restricted okay. on what they can do. But on the recreation side. Right. We we can hire 14 and 15-year-olds, but we're limited to what we can do with them. So we prefer the 16 and 17, but we do have a lot of 14 and 15-year-olds. Okay. And what are they doing? Are they refing? They're or? refing, scorekeeping, okay. um, maybe monitoring halls at the schools. If we have junior okay. jazz and and um, and all sorts of things. But that is good. So we, we can hire 14-year-olds. Yes. When would they need to start applying for these seasonal jobs? We we take them year round. Okay. Um, right now we're hiring and interviewing for um, spring soccer, baseball, and softball, and um, tournaments, and okay. our, all of our summer programs. Because sometimes on Facebook I'll see people post, you know, yeah. my kids looking for a job. So right. yeah. people will ask me questions about yeah. it. Exactly. And on the parks and cemetery side of things, we're we have our advertisement out right now. So we'll hire. They typically will start. If, if they can in March, we're willing to work around schedules. I think we're very flexible as far as schedules, family vacations, all that kind of thing. We offer 40 hours a week um, on those sides, but, you know, we get it, things come up. Um, so we are flexible working half days. At this point, we'll take whoever. Take, take whoever anyone that wants get. to come in. So, yeah, if you're out there listening and have a, you know, 17, 18, 19-year-old that's wanting to earn some money, um, we're paying between 14 and $15 an hour. Uh, on the park side uh, to try to get uh, people to work. That's, um, that's, a good, mm-hmm. that's a good hourly income. It's yeah. a good, uh, it's I mean, close to home, right. commute. Um, flexible hours because you'll work with them. We'll work with them. Right. And, and recreation is very similar too as far as flexibility. It, it really is. Um, we hire a lot of athletes and so we work around their schedules because we want those athletes that know the game. And um, so similar, we work around schedules. And we start our 14 to 15 year olds at $8, but our older kids are between 10 and 11. Okay. So it's it's not a bad wage for a junior high and high school. No, it's fantastic. Yes. And, and not hard work necessarily right. either. Right. It's a really fun environment to be in. And um, a lot of kids will come together and they want to work in at the same location. So it's and, a social experience yeah, for them it as is. well. It is. It's a lot of fun. It's fun. And we'll do end of season um, parties where we'll have pickleball or, you know, a pizza party, that kind of thing. So it's a fun environment. Good. I hope they're listening, and I hope, I hope so they too. Start well, <laughs> and then I'll just plug this for re- or for parks and cemetery. We're also look for rider mower operators. Okay. And so that we really target retired individuals who, you know, have had a career, just want to come and work, you know, ten to eighteen hours a week just mowing lawns. That's all they do. They come in, get their mower, go mow, and then they go home. And then they go home. And it's a rider mower. It's a so. rider mower. There's no push. Okay. I mean, it, it does get hot in the summer, but um, 
Yeah, so this year we're actually looking for two more operators in the cemetery and in our parks. We we are in the need of three. What's the wage? Range so the wage is fifteen plus, okay. depending on what kind of experience. If you've operated something before, you know okay. it'll be upwards seventeen, eighteen, um, to just come. That's mow a lawns. good side gig. Yeah, one of our mowers is pretty cool. It's a it's, it's called the wide area mower. It's sixteen feet wide. It's got articulating decks. Okay. Uh, the mower big, uh, large open spaces. So. Are those hours sort of flexible? Those are, yes, to a certain degree. Okay. Try to, it's early morning hours. Um, so typically those guy, those positions are done by, you know, 12, 1 o'clock, coming at 7. Okay, five, before six it gets hours, hot. Before it well. gets too hot. Okay. Um, before the parks start to get really um, busy. So, yeah, that's our a big that's concern this need. year is just is help with uh, employees' work. Okay. Well, I, I know that I see posts quite often and people are always asking, especially now. So hopefully mm-hmm. we'll have enough people this yep. year. I know it's been a problem in the past. Well, yeah, we just, we do our best and yeah, what we found with the number one way we get uh, people is, you know, they, I think recreation is a very similar thing is just word of mouth. If you know someone that's done it, um, right. as we look back last year to all of our employees, all of them were either had siblings at a workforce in the past okay. or had, they had themselves worked and, you know, went, either went on a church mission or, you know, left for a period of time. But 90% of those were actually a referral of some kind that, uh, that's, so that's good our, to know. We just need to spread that word then and let mm-hmm. people know yep. there's some great jobs here. There are. In Kaysville City, so. There are. And it's, you know, if we can keep our Kaysville youth employed, I think that's where our, <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what we're here to do. Create jobs um, for them. Are, and... There's more jobs than I think we have. Well, I know there's more jobs than we have applications for right now. Okay. So. Well, definitely we'll spread that word. Yeah. Chris, you've worked for the city for a long time. I remember teaching little ninja karate classes years oh, ago yes. when my kids were little. Yep, that's and I worked right. with you. And I've also done a couple of other things for the city. And so how many years have you worked? 25 years. 25 years. Yes. That's a long time. It is. I remember picking my soccer yep. things and football things. And <laughs> but I enjoy it. <laughs> did you always, have you always done the same thing as you um, moved to the city? I started out at the front desk. Okay. Yes, part-time and then was a part-time coordinator and then um, director and now the position is superintendent. And so now so. you've just stayed and yeah. enjoyed working. And Robin's yes. worked for the city for a long she time. She has, yes. So. I, roughly 19 years. Yeah. 19 years, yeah. Okay. Yes. That's, that's great. And Cole, you've been here for how long? Uh, just a little bit less than Chris, about 24 and a half. 24 and a half years. Yep. That's a long time. Yeah, it is. It's great. Well, it says a lot about leadership, I think, in the city, city manager. You've had some great people you've worked for and, and just Most the definitely. staff. And just the, yes. It's a great community. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would agree. Um, people have asked me about uh, activities. So you're in charge of all of the activities. I heard that the daddy-daughter dance was a wonderful success. And I was talking to someone that had taken his daughter and not gone with friends, just gone to his daughter, gone with his daughter. And he said it was just such a neat experience to be able to teach his daughter how she should be treated on a date. Yeah. I'll defer to Chris on this because I I know she was there, but all credit goes to our, uh, you know, Tracy Murray, who is kind of the coordinator for that event, um, the chairperson. But I'll let Chris chime in. She was kind of there. Yes. um, we, We run that over two nights and I was there for one of the nights and we um, over the two nights we had about 450 attendees. That is a lot of people. Yes, and we've been doing this 13 or 14 years, and it is just a fun event to watch those dads and the daughters come. And and there's some that will you know ballroom dance style or just wing it. It's just a really fun event, and we have um, refreshments and photo booths and 
That's um, the DJ teaches dances, and it, it's just a really fun oh, event. Oh, so there's instruction too. Yeah, so a little bit. People are like little he'll get out dancing. there on certain dances, and oh, that's fun. you know, teach. Um, like Thriller was on, and he kind of led that dance, and it, it was just a really fun event. Oh, that's great. One that I hope never goes away. Me too. It's yeah. just, it's fun. It's a community thing. People count on it. They do, and we'll have um, repeat people, but then we'll have you know newbies come in with um, young dads and young daughters, and then they'll come for five or six years. It's just a really fun thing to watch. It's a neat tradition. It is. Yes, yeah, it, is, it is very cool, and it's a just a cool thing that that we do. And, and that's um, part of being our hometown, yeah. you know, community yes, kind of traditions. I, I love that about Kaysville. Tell us about some other things that the city does. Um, well, currently we're registering for baseball, softball, and okay. soccer, and then adult softball as well. Um, those programs, we start at three years old, and then with our adult programs, we go all the way up to seniors. Um, so that's something that we really pride ourselves on offering for all ages. Um, we're also registering for tournaments where we'll have teams from out of state and in state, um, high level softball, really exciting. And this would all be considered not, so it's not rec sports. This would just, this well, the tournaments be, are more accelerated. Rec? Okay. Um, everything else is recreation. Okay. So it, it's just beginner level. You can start it at any level and, and that's what we focus on is recreation sports. Okay. But we do pull in a little bit of the higher level stuff as well. But mostly it's recreation. So that's good. So there's something for everyone. Yes. So yes. we're starting that right now. We are. And lots ready. of pickleball. That's another thing we're registering for. Um, year round, really, we do pickleball because we do pickleball deal. inside as well. How many courts do you have inside? Is it? Two? We just have two small two. courts. And we've kind of turned that into a beginner okay. um, location because there's so many places that have popped up around where people can go play pickleball with their friends and whatnot. But we we um, we do like beginner classes. We have an instruction and then we do a beginner league. And so people okay. can come to our location and get their, their feet wet in pickleball and then move on to other places if they want to. So we do have a lot of options in the city. There is, yes, yes. indoor and outdoor. Mm -hmm. yep. That's true. I was going to ask, oh, well, one thing that I've also been so impressed with is your um, communication, your newsletter. Okay. I signed up to do a beginner pickleball course, and I received text messages about it. Oh, and yes. Just all the great reminders that you provide are so yes. helpful. If people are willing to subscribe. Yes. So yes, it's, Angie, it's important. Angie Kilgore does all of our communications. And she then does we, a great job. Yes, and then we have a text communication that is, it, it, it's really, it's really good. Um, if you text... REC to 801-544-1788, you can get all of our information. That is a really nice reminder. Yes. It's just a great system. It is. I think we have so many great tools in the city. You know, people will say, well, what's going on? I don't know. Pretty easy to yes. find out if we just share a little bit of information. Yep. We subscribe to these things. Absolutely. Yeah, and that, and that newsletter also contains all of our, you know, community events, um, activities, as well as I think we try to highlight some park features um, in those newsletters as well. So. Yeah, subscribe, because that's the best way to, to reach people. Um, you talk about events. We also have, you know, community events. Uh, the next one coming up for us is our um, Easter egg hunt. 
Oh, that's a big deal. Which is mm-hmm. which is, is the so best community event we do because it uh, takes two months of planning and it's over in three minutes. So, <laughs> it literally um, is. But that's on October, or not October, April, April 6th. 8th. Oh, 8th. April that's right. 8th. That's oh, right. Okay. April 8th at Barnes Park. It's my birthday. Um, okay. If you're there at 9.05, you've missed it. <laughs> um, so it, it starts at, promptly at 9 o'clock. And seriously, by like 9.03, it's, <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's done. So. It's so neat. Who sponsors that? I know we have some good community support, don't we? So it's varied over the years. I, I know America First um, provides a lot of uh, labor. Labor to so come out and help, yes. help and things. So. And okay. They were at the daddy-daughter dance as well. Yeah. Oh, were they? Shout okay. out to them. They they come to most of our community events That's and volunteer great. hours. Yeah, we're, we're always looking for, you know, whether it's corporate or Absolutely. any other sponsors to help sponsor, whether that's providing, you know, monetary cash donations or labor. Okay. Um, it's just as important to us as, as anything as far as that. Um, also in April, we have our um, Arbor Day um, tree oh, planting right. that we celebrate Arbor Day. We're a tree city USA, which basically just means we value trees and they're important to our community. Um, they really are. You know, we do the Memorial Day program. We have July 4th, of course, Bowman's Breakfast, which is a cool, I'll let Chris me if she wants to talk about that, but that's a pretty cool um, benefit to the community that I don't think a lot of people realize what it does um, to our re- for our recreation programs. Oh, it's that's kind of right. A, it's kind of a sure. fundraiser. Yeah. I think we've been doing it over 35 years now. And Bowman's the breakfast. Yes, and they they sponsor the event in their parking lot, and they provide the the food, and we provide volunteers, and it it pretty much sponsors our scholarship program. So youth in Kaysville. For a big five sports, so baseball, soccer, softball, basketball, football, um, it provides kids at need um, the ability to play in our sports. That's so great. it's a, a really good program. How much money approximately do we? Roughly $3,000. That's a lot of money. It is. So it helps yes. a lot of families mm-hmm. probably. And we do take um, donations year-round on our website if anybody's interested in donating to that scholarship fund. That's a great tradition. Bowman's is a great it is. it is. It is a cool. And I think we live in a community where uh, we have a lot. We've been blessed with a lot of things. But I think there are those uh, families out there who who maybe need this. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a good thing that we can provide that um, to those that want to be able to play and participate in a sport, um, but maybe don't have the financial resources to do right. it. It's true. Uh, this, is, this allows them that opportunity um, to play because the sad part is things do cost money to, you know, right, right. Uniforms. no matter what, right. It, it does cost money, money to, to put on a program. And so, um, that's true. but that does allow that. So it does. And there's also a lot of community events that, uh, we don't necessarily, um, put on, but we support whether that's providing space, um, for the groups to use the space at no charge. Um, so there's, we try to do something, I think throughout our parks all year, right, there's something, there's something there's happening. Something, um, one of the cool ones we do is the, the cyclocross, which is a, um, mountain bike hybrid type event that occurs at Barnes Park in the in November December. Um, we just provide the space. They of course set it all up. So, so I think we're constantly busy, and we try to do all of these community events with just our existing yeah. staff. Right. We don't have a full time events coordinator or marketing really coordinator. It's all all hands on deck kind of approach. Before yeah. I started working with the city at all, I I just you don't think I didn't think about it. You know, I drive around on the roads and don't think about who takes care of yeah. them. And, and the Parks and Rec programs, I, I just never thought about it. And I, I'm so impressed and amazed at how 
how you do so much with so few people and everyone wears multiple hats and, yeah. and jumps in. It really is impressive. It, it is. It's and, incredible. You know, you know, we're talking a little about recreation and you know, we have three time or full-time recreation staff who, we said, I, I think we, we serve it. about 10,000 participants yes. in all of our programs three people. Yes. with three full-time coordinate, well, two full-time coordinators. And then Chris, who is a superintendent, does also have, programs, also <laughs> programs, um, just yep. because we don't have, because you, you know, don't have somebody else. We're right. just always yes. with that many people. And if you, if you compare what we do, I think with other surrounding cities, mm-hmm. we're at the very top of programs offered participants that are um, participating in our program. I think we're in the higher, the higher tiers. We compare ourselves with other surrounding Davis. Well, County and I've heard that the cities. quality is just so exceptional. And that you guys are so good to work with. We have a great crew. And Just, and we really count on our part-timers as well. Right. They, it, it, they make it. They, yeah. they make a huge and difference. Our, and our volunteer, our volunteer coaches. We have amazing volunteer coaches in Kaysville. It's true. Yeah, if you just think about our soccer program, we have over 200 teams. Yes. Which is over 200 parents, parents. willing to volunteer their time to, to help coach. Because that's – so if we don't have those – I know Robin spends at the end of the <clears throat> registration period out soliciting, recruiting, mm-hmm. right. maybe short coaches here and yes. there. Yes, I don't um, know so. how you guys do it. Two hundred teams—that's how many kids that need uniforms. That's that over two thousand jerseys yes. together for, mm-hmm. yeah. and yep. the little cones and the kits right. and everything. That is a lot of work. It, it is a lot. It, it's incredible. Yep. Well, thank you for all that you do. I was talking to someone else the other day, and they were telling me, hey, whoever does your fireworks, you better just thank them because they <laughs> get better and better every year. And and I agree. We try. We do. So Cool. It's just, it's a fantastic yeah, it's, it's show. One of the, it's one of the fun things. We actually contract with a company out of Logan called Fireworks West. We've been with them for probably about 20 years. Um, so we have a good relationship. Um, but yeah, it's it's really fun. That's one of the... That's good. When we always get to the 4th of July and that night at the fireworks, that's when you know it's okay. It's all. It's going it, to be okay. It's going to be okay. We've we've right. had some glitches in the past on fireworks where um, most people don't know that errors have occurred, but we do it because we, right, we've heard it and we've been planning it. And and that didn't go off it. in sequence. But yeah, we've, we've tried to choreograph it to music. And so that's why if people can really, really good. come to Barnes Park, uh, it's a cool environment for just the the shade and the setting and um and the space it's just the space. Space. It's amazing and the music is it's all there and, and so when you are viewing it live it has a lot more oomph to it because it, it's true you have the music and the fireworks going off when they do make sense it's such a professional so. show mm-hmm. i mean especially you think about little caseville yeah and we're just this cute little hometown but it's so professional and it's so it's long too mm-hmm. i mean yeah. it's an impressive yeah, we try that's to get 30 minutes as our target. So yeah, you guys do uh, that's great what job. we try to do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun. And it's one of those things that I think it's in everything we do within our department. And I would say the city in general is when we do something, we want to do it, do, do, it, it, really do it right well. and, and do it well. And um, if we do lack resources, we try to make up for it in maybe some other areas. But Well, and I really like your philosophy, which I've heard you say, is that if we're going to do it, let's do it well. Mm-hmm. So it's not that we need to do a bunch of things, but let's focus on what we're really good at and make it even better. Exactly. And I think that that makes so much sense. Yeah. Because the community, you know, we, we as neighbors and, you know, church groups and stuff, we have our own little, little things that we do. But when the city sponsors it, people expect a lot. Yeah. And, they, and you've delivered. So. They do. And, and uh, you know, we've had to cut things over the years just because, you know, resources are, are limited. And so that's the philosophy is, you know, if we can't give it our all on this 
you know, one event, then let's cut that right. and make sure that we can do X event the best that we can do it. Well, um, and it and it shows. And like you said, we sponsor and we support we support other things like Davis um, Heritage Days. So now mm-hmm. they moved the fairgrounds to uh, USU Botanical Gardens, yep. which is nice. And the city supports it. And lots of people show up, but it's not something Kaysville City necessarily has to has to do. Exactly. And, and you that's know, a nice benefit still. And we have, An- Chris mentioned Angie before, but she's kind of our contact and she'll help with all the marketing that they need to push out. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the things that uh, we do as well as just yeah. and there's community a cu- partners. A couple um, community partners that have tagged onto our movie in the park. Oh, right. We, um, a children's entrepreneurial market that will be in June and then the V-Dub club show in August Okay, that will tag on to our movies in the park. That'll so be really Those are neat. exciting events. Well, and when do the food trucks show up? Um, they'll be at those both of those at events. Both of those events, okay. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have food trucks on at the movie in the park on July 3rd. Yeah. Okay. We'll have, and we'll, we're planning this year to have two movies in the park that night. Oh, okay. Um, I won't say yet yeah, what we'll, those movies are. Okay. We'll but it should be really exciting. We'll have one um, on the Liston football field and the other movie right across the street from Maverick. Oh, okay. That'll yeah. be great. Yeah. Food trucks at both of those locations. And the object with those that is, is to try to get diversity of mm-hmm. uh, locations. locations and, you know, children too. You know, because some movies don't appeal to a teenage crowd, and that's true. You know, and right. movies and appeal, both. And, you know, yeah. whatever movie we show isn't going to be, you know, it'll be within the values of kids. Absolutely, it's not right, be, right. It'll be a family-safe uh, yeah. movie. Sure. Hopefully, nobody calls the mayor saying, "What did you guys do?" <laughs> well, you know, what's so funny is I get called for all kinds of things, and and I have to explain to people. I can't do anything. <laughs> I have nothing to do with that. So, so it is great. It's great. I don't ever get called really from Parks and Rec. And oh, so, good. thanks for the great job well, that you guys good, do, yeah. because people can tell that you're doing the great job, and <laughs> yep. they don't they don't ask me about it. But thank you for being here. You're welcome. Thanks for talking about your departments and and the great things that are happening in the city. I love living in Caseville because it feels it feels family friendly. And it's fun. And we do these cute little things that just make us unique and make us feel small, but also sophisticated and professional. And it's just it's just so much fun to be part of a community that gets together. Yeah, I agree. And yes. and that's that's the yeah. role and that's the job. And so I appreciate yeah. it. Well, let me tout, can I tout yes, Cemetery yes. for a second? Uh, yes. Just because uh, Tranor Cemetery Sexton was going to be here, but he's out today. Uh, the cemetery is a 22-acre um, cemetery, beautiful um, I think it's one of the most beautiful cemeteries in Davis County, um, but th- they're extremely busy. They've seen an increase. We typically average about, we were averaging about 140 uh, interments a year. In the last two years, it's averaged about 185. Really? So we've, we've increased, jump. it's a huge jump. And so. With the uh, same amount of staff. With the same amount, of, we've increased the staff by one because mm, uh, okay. we do have a revenue component um, that allows that. But yeah, it's, just as busy. Well, an example of that today is all the cemetery staff is off because, you know, Trent's out sick, but so my park staff has had to go up to the cemetery. So they're up filling in in the cemetery today because the cemetery was uh, shorthanded. So it's, uh, we try to always help each other and uh, do things like that. You know, during COVID, uh, where recreation was completely shut down, um, recreation staff, the full-time staff, Became, became parks employees, yeah. and I think <laughs> they, lawns, trim yeah. trees. Yeah. Really, everybody. <laughs> was they, did, they did because yes. you know with with things shut down, but we didn't experience any slow. In fact, we only increased um, 
the visitations to parks. Uh, but when the programs were not being offered due to, you know, COVID, mm-hmm. uh, they became yep. integral to what we did. And That's fantastic. I think they realized, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, we like doing recreation. Yes. We like, doing we like programming. <laughs> but, but it is helpful that they, everybody, I think, in our department has each yep. other's back. Absolutely. And, and we're willing nice. to, you know, if recreation needs help, parks are willing to come in and do stuff and vice versa. Um, and the cemetery is also part of that. It's It's one of those things that, doesn't get talked about a lot because it's right. It's just you're dealing with a there. sad thing. Mm-hmm. It's you know people dying and and stuff, but it is a benefit that the city has. And and we're one of the few cities really that owns our own cemetery, aren't we? Um, I, I don't think that there are lots of cities left. Bountiful no, does. Bountiful does. Most of the ones south of us do. Well, Bountiful, Centerville, Farmington all have their. Do they have their municipal. own? Okay. Layton City doesn't. Okay. They're they're all private. Um, in in Layton, but you it, know we have challenges that are going to. The city's going to have to make a decision here in about right. five, ten years with the space we have. We're landlocked. Do we go to a second one? Does the city say, okay, let the private sector Come take it? Buy some more land somewhere. Buy some more land somewhere. So those are decisions the city council will be faced with here probably. I guess we can wait for your right. Well, if you're going to, yeah, you'll be here forever. So <laughs> well, you, know, <laughs> you never know. Probably but, get rid but those of are the decisions the city council will have to decide. Okay, um, moving forward Yeah. to make decisions like that. Yep. So. Well. Trent does such a fantastic job, and he also helps with the uh, fireworks. He does. He does. Fireworks yep. Program. Yep. So with our community events, we I try to, this year we have two staff members that are kind of work together for each one of these different components um, with the 4th of July or any other community event. Okay. Um, we try to get um, community volunteers, citizens to, but some of these we just, we can't find mm, volunteers to come in. And so we double up with staff to make sure that those things uh, get taken care of. Well, and that's another thing that I just appreciate so much, having had a little bit more insight into what happens behind the scenes now, is that everyone does just have a willingness to jump in and say, okay, hey, I've got a couple hours, I'll come do this. Yeah. And and it's it, I've never heard it's not my job from anyone. Yeah. And, and that's outstanding. The fact that yeah. people are willing to step in and support each other because you're all friends and you've got a good working relationship and there's just a really good culture in Caseville. Yep. It and is. and I do place. attribute a lot of that to Shane. I think that he did a really good job. He so did. He yes. did. It, it, I'm happy for him, uh, but, but I, life but goes on. Li- yeah. Life goes on. Life right. goes on, yeah. and he did a lot of awesome things. He really and did. Stuff that I'm grateful for, um, just on a personal friendship type level, mm-hmm. as well as being the city manager. I think he did a lot of move the city forward and right. you know hopefully that's the direction the city keeps going is well i think it will we have to go forward for so. sure and keep and maintain that culture yep exactly the camaraderie we have thank you so yeah. much for being here thank You're you for having to us to you. thanks to all my podcast listeners thank you for listening i really appreciate your feedback and your support please leave comments and please leave suggestions for future guests and most importantly subscribe thank you